Hello all, Sunday Q&A time again. This time recorded on Friday afternoon, because I finished early on Friday for reasons too dull to go into. Um, so, you should get it the normal time. Hey. Right, quick intro. Uh, hello, Sonny. To, he was the guy that I met on um, NMK on Thursday, picking up all that joinery that goes down to um, Eastbourne. You know, they do that thing, they look at the thing and go, yeah. Hello, mate. Hope you're out there running, hope you're doing the thing. Uh, and thanks to everybody for the fuel update. I haven't done anything about it. I know I should. Um, it's out there between £1.5 and £1.1 and £1.5 and... I haven't done anything about it. I haven't sent me the text through yet, but I, I, I imagine it's going to be 107 this week. I might talk to Al. But, um, yeah. But thanks anyway. Ian Merrick's come up with one. He said, like, the Apple Green brand you cite should be a pound per litre. Um, he said, I'm in talks with suppliers negotiating an additional discount for the 5,300 members of the Facebook same-day couriers, not the exchange group. So apparently there is a Facebook same-day couriers uh, group out there. With 5,000 members on it. So if you guys are about a part of that, I think your man Ian is trying to, like, you know, get you a bit of cheaper fuel, which is, will be a wonderful thing, like, you know. Um, he says, for the last few weeks, I've played them off against each other, telling them honestly what my lowest price was, but it wasn't long before they lost interest and just said, you've got our best price. Yeah, I, I don't know what I do. I really don't know. I just see how it goes, like, you know. So, And regarding the internet upload thing, um, Sean Gilmartin says, living in, in a village with poor internet, talk to Elon Musk. It's a bit expensive and in beta, but Starlink might be worth trying. I did have a look at Starlink. Yes, it is a bit expensive. I think I'm just going to record it on Friday and upload it. There is something apparently I, I might I, I might go on YouTube and find out how to change the channel on my router. I rang them in the sky and they said just turn it off, turn it on again. But I spoke to Nick at London Creative and he went, no, they're just telling you that. Now what you need to do, there, there is a way you can access it on the computer and you can actually change the channel. That might make a difference, but <sighs> it's very much first world problems, isn't it, really, to be honest with you. So, right, um, I'm going to straight into miscellaneous this week. Um, I've only done two videos. I did one about co-loading, uh, which the main name guys have done a thing on, but, you know, and one about how to read the driver's card. And that's not for everybody. That's just for people. Honestly, the, the instructions that came with that driver's card were so Mickey Mouse. A bit like with the sat-nav thing that I did recently. I thought, I'd better do something on this. It's, there are going to be people out there going, I've got, I've got no idea how this works. And that's why we love YouTube. Because if you don't know how you... How, how do I change the oil in my Mountfield lawnmower? I have no idea. Just take it down take it down to the local shop and they change it for you. I bet you there's a YouTube video on it. I, 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 might, I might Google it. <laughs> or I might just keep running it until the thing breaks. Get an electric one. It's not really nothing to do with career driving, is it? So, co-loading, domain name guy. And he, this is something I never thought of, because we're all going about you can't co-load because um, it upsets the shipper and all that kind of stuff. But he says you can't put animal food delivery with flour, especially if you're delivering flour to bakers first. The baker might not want to see animal feed in the same vehicle as flour. If you're co-loading two similar products, certain loads can't be... And I thought, that's something I never thought of. We've always gone about co-loading not being the right thing to do because it means that you're going to get someone's there late. But never actually taken into account the fact that maybe co-loading, I don't know, gas cylinders with open flames is a bad idea. Not that you'd have actually... You know, load of open flame, but um, yeah. So th thanks for that. I wonder if anybody know out there are things that you can't co-load because you got you know co-loading foxes and chickens is probably a bad idea unless you've got them in individual cages, and even then, probably not so clever. You know, there must be things that you can't co-load just because they just don't go together. I don't know any, but I'm sure you guys do. Um, 
Clint Cumberland says, uh, Pete, right, yeah, we're starting to miscellaneous. Pete, would you class a Ford Transit contract, long wheelbase, small van or medium van? It's difficult to tell. I work on the rule of thumb, and it's not, everybody has it different. The way I work in it is this way. If it's a small van, it's kind of just like, you know, your car size van. And the way I work is short wheelbase takes one pallet. Medium wheelbase takes two pallets, long wheelbase takes three pallets, and extra long wheelbase takes four pallets, five pallets for a Luton box, and um, six pallets for a Luton curtain side, because you can get them from the sides. It's not dead on. But the way it is, it's kind of like two metres, you measure the bed, in my mind, medium wheelbase is two metres, long wheelbase is three metres, extra long wheelbase is four metres. I think the exchange maybe say so slightly differently, but it's, it generally seems to work that way. So if you're not sure how big your van is, measure the bed. You should measure everything anyway. Measure the bed, measure the clearance on the doors, measure the diagonal. You know, So when that, someone says, I've got a four metre pole, can you get it in corner to corner? You'll know. But yeah, that, that's a general rule of thumb that kind of pretty much works like, you know, so it's not absolutely bulletproof, but it's 90% there, like, you know. Um, Peter Ray says, do you think, what do you think about leasing a vehicle for the first year? I don't, I'm not a big fan of leasing vehicles full stop, because I find, I mean, again, there are other people out there, and I thought he disagreed with me on this one, but particularly for your first year, if you're not sure about what you're doing, I always say, if you're going to start, keep your overheads low. Get the cheapest package you can on the CX. Uh, I don't think you can't sign up for six months anymore, but you, if you can get an extra month free, if you mention my name, sometimes you might get an extra month free. If they, I don't want it. I've, I, if, if, you, if I've got you, because you, if you introduce someone to the CX, you, they're supposed to give the person you introduce a free month. I don't want a free month. They've never given me a free month. You take it, please, if you can. But as for leasing a vehicle, uh, I wouldn't. I would buy the cheap. I would buy the cheap. Well, the best van you can afford with the money that you've got. And if you want to change it, sell it and buy another one. That's just my personal opinion. Other people may disagree with me, but I'm just not a big fan of leasing. Because by the time you've done the money on your CF subscription, and you've done the money on the lease, and you've done the money on the insurance, and you've done the money on the diesel, there ain't that much left. So I would, if, I, if you can get yourself a tidy van that you can buy reasonably inexpensively, that would be my recommendation on that one. Um, Shahad Asif says he's new on the CX. You know what? He said... How do I know when the quote is accepted? Now, that, to some people, might be a daft question, but actually, I don't think it is. I'm going to do your video on that. Um, well, weirdly enough, the job that I got booked, I've got a job booked for Friday morning, and I rung them. It's one of the firms out there. It's one of the few firms, actually, that say no e-quotes on phone calls only, which most people are e-quotes only now. Um, and I rang a guy up, and he said, I'll, I'll give him the quote, and I'll send it through. And I actually had to turn around to him and went, oh, have I won it then? Because it's not until Monday morning. I mean, I quoted, it's only nine miles. I didn't quote the world, but it was a reasonable price. And I was kind of surprised that he didn't hang on. And he went, well, I said, have I actually, I, I, that's it, I've got that one then, have I? And he goes, yeah, I said, I, I didn't know if you wanted to hang on a little bit longer. Which, you know, I'm, I'm, you still got a good five hours to clear that job. I thought he'd get a few quotes. He said, no, I'd rather just get it off. Oh, great. Thanks very much, mate. You know, so it's not quite as tough as it sounds. I, I will do you a video. But normally, the short answer is they'll either ring you and say that quote's been accepted or it will come through on the bookings. 
they're not supposed to send it through without letting you know first, but they do all the time, particularly with drugs. But um, I will do you a more in-depth one. But yeah, normally they'll ring you and say, that's lovely, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to book you for that job, or it will come through on the app, on the bookings, and as it appears, you accept it, or sometimes it just appears automatically, and then that's you good to go then. Um, okay, okay, it says, hi Pete, he said, I know you heard this question many times, but could you please tell me what the prices for a Luton van are in 2021? Can't find the info anywhere. I found prices from 2018. I believe these prices are already outdated. I have a Luton van and I'm thinking about joining the market um, to work for an extra job. Thanks. No, they're not outdated. The truth of the matter is things haven't changed since I started. When I started, I came in and I was quoting on a Luton van around about to £1.10 a mile on a Luton box. You get a little bit more if it's curtain side. Um, it may be dropping down as low as... I don't know, ATP if I really wanted the job, maybe going up as high as 150 if I knew I was the only van in the area. But long and short of it is round about a pound, 110. I think there was a video with Ben at HPC, I think they pay 120. Luton Vans, there is a video on how much to charge, and it might be three years old, but it still pretty much stands up in my opinion. If you want to, it's the kind of prices that if you bid them, you're going to win two out of three jobs. There are going to be those that want it for nothing. And if you go much lower, you're going to win all the jobs, but then you're underselling yourself and you're not running for the right money. So in my, again, as always, as I've always said, I'm not the expert on this. This is just my opinion, but there is a video. I'll do you a link. And it, in my opinion, it does pretty much stand up. Uh, domain and guy again says, um, oh, right, there was no medical for a seven and a half ton back in the day. You, you know, automatic rights. I remember when I had my first truck, not only was there no medical, there was no... Um, CPC, didn't have to do CPC training. You could just drive. You know, you could drive anything up to seven and a half tonne because I just went and bought a truck and drove it. You needed the operator's license. That's the only thing. I think as far as I know, you've always needed an operator's license. And that was the drag. But times have changed now. Fortunately, apparently, my medical I have to take every five years just to make sure if I drive a truck, you have to make sure you're fit. And the CPC training you have to do every five years. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of it. So, but, yeah, I remember, mate, the good old days. Chris C., it says, hi, Pete. Yeah, my van. Oh, yeah, now we've gone on the semi-automatics because I'm thinking about buying a semi-automatic. There's one out there. And he says, um, my van is semi-automatic. You put it in D to drive, and then you can knock it left or right to change gear up and down manually. Never used it except once when I knocked it by accident. <laughs> and Godzilla says, semi-automatic means you can bang through the box and be in control. Reality is hardly ever used. He said, once, uh, once in a while, you, you may decide the weight carries a certain gear, so you keep it in third to rev out getting up a hill to keep the momentum. Um, as you can imagine, what happens next, next never happens. Uh, the only application I've found is to accelerate uh, fully, um, fully loaded snails who have tested my patience and taco hours on A roads the last 20 miles. Um, and at roundabouts. He, said, he says, oh, he's also in search for an 18 ton curtain. Uh, with towel lift, cantilever, sleep auto. He says, I'm into what though? He says, I'm not into changing it, can't be bothered. No, like, oh, we've got two drivers. Um, one of our drivers, Harry, he says he, he's just bought a car manual. He says, I wish I hadn't bothered. He says, I'm so used to driving because um, we've got two manual trucks, one auto. And he's in the auto and he says, I just put it in drive and go. And I, I, the one thing I have noticed also, my foot starts to ache, my left foot starts to ache. And it's because it's on that clutch all the time. So I ain't getting no younger. And I'm wondering, do I want an auto? I don't like them. I still prefer the gears. I spend so much time on a motorway. That, but then again, if, I, I, the changing gears around town quite fun. Motorway, I'm in cruise control anyway. Just click. So, but yeah, I, I still don't know. And finally, Steve Campbell. He says um, on, on the on the um, 
semi-auto thing again. He says, if it's got the clicky down thing, it's still, it's still an auto with D1, 2 and 3 on the selector. It's not semi-auto. He said, my wife's got, he's got a Mercedes R-Cross 2545. They're them big motors. They're lovely. Um, and he said, the wife's got an auto box as well. He says, you can't change the gears with a gear selector. All you're doing is locking the transmission into certain gears to aid it driving, you know, like in slippery conditions if you're in ice and snow. He says... Um, you can select gear one and lock it to gear one to keep your speed down, prevent you know prevent it sliding if you're going down hills, that kind of thing. Um, it does go on. He says like with 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 a semi-automatic, you put it in D and then you go ma- manual and then you nudge it into M. It's got like plus or minuses, so you can actually change the gears. Um, it's got it, you know. You can actually change the gears without the clutch, without having to put the foot down the clutch. He said, if it's a if it's a DAF, it's a semi-auto. There'll probably be a stick on the um, on the what do you call it? It says it down here somewhere. You know, just on the column. You can't shift column up and down again. Again, I'll, I'll I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I'll go and have a look at it and I'll drive it and see what I think. Like you know, if I go for it, I'm not even sure. Uh, Dave Mason. He says, right in the circuit app. He says, um. When you have a priority stop that needs their package there before 11 a.m., how do you work that? Basically, hit normal stop and then put um, your start time at 11 a.m., or do you hit ASAP? You'd, I've done a video going out, and it's about three things I like about the circuit app, because, you know, the guys are looking after me, and I have to, you know, quit pro pro Clarice. Um, and, yeah, now what you do is once you've selected the stop, you can um, – there is a little bit where you can actually tell it when you know when the window needs to be but there is a video going out probably next week that will actually be able to show you i've actually recorded i'm getting more advanced stuff i've got video editing now um on the phone which hopefully will clear that one up for you but yeah watch your space um long finger it's my waiting time is five pound for every 15 minutes and free for the first half hour yeah that's about right coming back to the thing that we said before um i don't think prices have changed much since 2018 i would say you know in um in, in, a, in a sort of, for £20 an hour, that's kind of long wheelbase, extra long wheelbase waiting time money. And I would say free for the first 20 minutes. But if, I, would, I would say free for the first 20 minutes. But then if it took half an hour, I wouldn't ring them up and say, you owe me 10 minutes worth of loading time. You know, that kind of, like, you, you get a little bit of leeway over there. But I agree with you on that one, mate. That's about right, I think. Uh, Chris Lovett says, oh, because yeah, I said there's a new kid in town. He says, no, you're the new kid in town. He says, you want to look at drivers like Dringy Steve Blokes, Blogs and Ned Kelly. Then have a quick look at Ned Kelly, because you just said to him before. Yeah, you don't get these people out there in the big rigs going on over the place. I know I'm kind of... Um, Small time in comparison, like you know. So, but no, the new kid in town that won't even appear till next year, and that's something altogether. That is something totally different. But you'll, you know, it'll become clear in time. Um, uh, most wanted media it says passes class two test. Congratulations, my friend. He said, "Good job, bud." Got mine. Um, passed with three minors. And he's just passed his CPC mod two. Only got to do the mod four now. Uh, I don't even know what I got minors for. Have you? We pulled over and he said, he basically said, you've passed. You want to not do this, 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 this and this. But as soon as he said you passed, I just switched off. I gotta, you've got to drive the thing on test anyway. And we all know it. You drive the way the, to prove the way that the examiner that you can drive to pass your test. It's not the way I drive on a normal basis. I don't put my handbrake every time I come to a stop. You know, I just thought when I'm on the flat. I'll just put my foot brake on. And I just no. there are certain things that I had to do in my test. That, you know, I've come to a stop, I've got to put my handbrake on. Now it's going to take me longer to find out. I wouldn't do that normally. But, um, yeah, so he told me that I'd done various bits wrong, and I thought, yeah, I know. 
don't care, still passed. Um, Gillison uh, said, oh, because he's had a look at, he said, the Van Gogh Exchange, it's not coming up. I'm in East, I'm in East London in a van getting ready to roll. Um, and he was, no, the Van Gogh Exchange didn't work, mate. Um, and I will, I can't, it's an overdue video, which I said I would do for RPAD, on why subcontracting on the exchange doesn't work and is actually a really bad idea. Because we tried it in the beginning when I was naive and didn't know any better, and it just didn't work out. So now the, the Van Gogh Exchange kind of, it, it was a very short-lived thing that came and went, and it just, it wasn't, it's not good for drivers, and it's not good for shippers, and it's just not good for, and it's not good for other members on the um, exchange. So I'll, I will do a video explaining why it's a really bad idea. Stop anyone else making a mistake that I made. Uh, and also, he said, HBC, he's watched the video with Ben. He said, Is there a place like HBC Logistics in East London? He, he said, that, You know, I'll be a driver soon. I'm looking to join firms like this. No, there isn't. I mean, HBC, are just, they are one of the good ones out there. There's nothing stopping you joining them there. Just because you're in East London, I mean, they will still post jobs on the exchange like normal. But um, you can still join them just because they're in East London. Doesn't mean that they won't have jobs going in, in to East London or from East London. Wouldn't stop you joining them. I'd still give them a ring. Um, T says, because we were on about tacos, aren't we? He says, there's talk about tacos for, for taxis too. I, I think this is one thing that we're just going to have to, I've said this before, we're just going to have to cross this bridge when we come to it. Tacos in vans, tacos out. I've got a taco in mine. Whether you guys will get them in the, in the smaller vehicles in time remains to be seen. But again, I think we'll worry about that one later. Just in the meantime, just keep going, get your head down, get some money together. And then it does mean you've got to buy a taco van. You'll have some dough, won't you? Um... Christian Morgan says, he says no, I'm not sure, he says you can have up to 70 points on your if the situation is, to do with points on your licence, if the situation is important enough. I know someone with 45 points, his boss went to court and pleaded for him to keep his licence because he couldn't, he couldn't do the job because he, he, he'd lose his job if he couldn't drive. The way I saw it, you used to be able to get up to 12 points. Uh, but then, because they let you do the course, and the course is worth three points, you now can get up to, is it eight points? If you go over eight points, you lose your licence. So you can kind of, you can, you really can get, like, three speed cameras, four speed. The old days, it was kind of four, wasn't it? You get three points for everything. Some of them you get more for, but it was kind of that way. I do know, because it happened to me, um, you can do, you can go and plead for unnecessary hardship. Because I had ten points on my license due to something I did as a child, which was very, you know, very unfortunate. Um, I mean, I was what 20, 20 no, I started older than that. Twenty, I was around about twenty-five. Well, a bit younger than that, maybe. Um, and then the um, with the old BMW, the one that had the semi-automatic that I bought of my father-in-law. I was in Wembley in IKEA, and the radiator went. And I was I was driving home, and the radiator went. And so I decided to go on because there was like, oh, we had a young baby at the time. Molly was the young baby at the time. And I wanted to try and get, and she was crying, she was hungry. And I was going to try and get to the petrol station. So I drove down a hard shoulder while there was a traffic jam to get to the petrol station. I got followed by a police car and he pulled me over and they gave me three points for driving down the hard shoulder. And I went, you do know I've broken down. There is steam coming out the front of my car and we have a small baby in the front. And he kind of went, you know, those are the rules. Um, and then told me that what I needed to do at that point was to drive down a hard shoulder and get to a petrol station. Thanks, mate. But no, I had 10 points and that was going to give me another three, which gave me 13. But because I was market trader, I drove for a living. I went to court and pleading unnecessary hardship and I ended up with 13 points on my licence and a, a, a fine 
but then obviously then the, then time went by and they all faded off like you know so no you can do that you can plead unnecessary hardship if you turn and say I drive for a living it's not like um, I've got to get the bus I, I lose my job and as a result of which I lose my house and my family's going to be out on the streets and you can plead this and they'll, they'll let you out I think you can plead it once every three years but those were the rules like I say oh this is a lifetime ago this is like 25 years ago the wise guys out there that know better than me please let me know if I've got that one wrong or I just how far I've got it wrong because most of the stuff I talk about in this channel is wrong or at least wildly inaccurate so bear that in mind uh, Carl Driscoll says uh, Pete this might be a silly question but if you have two drops do you do it twice on the last drop so that's to do with when you close the app down it depends some people have got um, like the beta version where you can have up to 10 drops and you can just complete stop, complete stop, complete stop. And some people have got like the old version um, where you just stop at the end. The truth of the matter is you'll notice if you've got the beta version because it will look different. But if it, if it's got the, the, if it says complete stop, stop as you go along. If it doesn't say complete stop, if you're on multi-drop, even if you're on 10 drops, do all 10 drops and at the end when you get to the last drop, Click on site delivery, then when you've done it, go, you know, sort of uh, go delivered and just scanning your 10 PODs. And that, and that, that is kind of the way we do it. Um, and Lee Westcott says, oh, that's another one. Now, let me pan out again. What would you change about the CX? Strangely enough, I don't, I haven't, I don't know off the top of my head. I did think it would be really good if they did a version where you could co-load. Where maybe, you know, everything didn't have to be on the hurry up. Everything was like, um, well, these are stuff that needs to be here. All this stuff needs to be there in the next three days. And I do think that would be, it would be great if they could do a version because you could get a lot more money, particularly in the small vans, by picking up more than one piece. But then would that drive the price down? I don't know. But I will give that some thought. And maybe anybody else, what, what, what would you guys change about CX? Uh, that's kind of cheating, isn't it, really? Uh, but I will do, I'll give it some thought. I'll do a video on that. Yeah, I'll sleep on that one. Cheers, mate. So finally, in conclusion, we've got a shorter one this week. I'm pleased to say for you guys, not drive you too mad. Uh, Jeff Seymour says, you're my personal hero. I bought one of those ex-Goody sat-navs. Couldn't get the postcode search. Watched your video and boom. That's my pleasure, my friend. Uh, yeah, I have tried putting the space in between the, um, the postcodes. Still proved to be a pain. And in the end, I've just got, nope, I'm just going to click change. Just click change, and then it works. So change your change, that's fine. Town centre, yeah, that's fine. But I am still using it. I, 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 had, I ended up having postcode wars. The two apps seem to fight each other. But um, again, it will become more of an issue when I get in the 18 tonne because then I am going to have to pay more attention to the trucks that have. At the moment, Waze will might send most places in a seven and a half tonne, you can pretty much go. So it, it, a lot of the red circles, no vehicles bigger than seven and a half tonne except for access. Well, I'm not bigger than seven and a half tonne, so I can't go down there, so it's not a problem. Um, T, on the best tip he ever had, because we had one on tips, he said he was delivering plasterboard around Liverpool in a wagon with a Moffat on the back, and this car pulls up and he says, mate, can you help us? I've had a delivery of roof tiles, they can't get the hay out of into the property because the trees, there's a tree, so they've left them on the road. It was, he said, five minutes away, I'll sort you out. So he's gone round, it was 10 minutes away, and it was 12 pallets of tiles. But he said, I put the, the, the tiles out of sight of the road, near the ladders, close to the ladders as he could for the boys. He said, it took me about 10, 15 minutes. Geezer turns around and says, mate, you, I couldn't have asked for a better job, and gave him a wonder. 100 quid. That's not a bad tip, is it? So I ran back to my wagon and got out of there before he could change his mind. Well, mate, if you'd done the job, you know. But that is a nice tip. 
Not many people are going to weigh you in with a ton, are they? Really, that's lovely. And finally, Steve Campbell, the nefarious man amongst us. He says, you know, because we've gone about your fuel prices. He said, I used to get really cheap fuel back in the day when I was dodging. He'd get a pack of black, white and yellow rolls of insulation tape, then drive till he was almost at the petrol station, and then be creative with his number plate, changing the L to an E or the 0 to an A, which is pretty basic when you've got these things. Um, he said, I would delete the car- or delete the character's number plate or make up new ones. 15 to 25 tanks of fuel for a pack of tape and a pair of scissors. He says, I only got caught, he says, I only got caught once and was nearly caught once in... In, in Northampton services as the police car came in as he was filling up. Mate, stop! <laughs> Don't do these things, you know? It's not good. Anyhow, that's it. It's only Q&A session. I've got that uploaded in nice and plenty of time. Um, out there again next week. Take care. Take money. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.